Welcome to Stay Strong, Finish Strong, Real Talk Radio, where we talk about the topics that are very uncomfortable, but yet very important. Today's topic is, how did Stay Strong, Finish Strong come about? Well, it came about when I realized that there was something special about the situations that I was dealing with. Basically, to give you a little history about me, my name is Valerie Johnson-Reed. And I am a native of Las Vegas, well, of California, but I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I ended up in Texas because I wanted to attend Prairie View A&M University. So here I am. After being married 15 years, my husband of 15 years passed away. But before he passed away, my my brother, my only sibling, uh, who was younger than me, passed away suddenly. And then before, right after he passed away, that January, my mother passed away. So I experienced tremendous tragedy and loss all within a year's time. Between the year of 2011 and 2012, I went from having a mother, a brother, and a husband to only having three children. So that's where my story begins. And that is where I got the inspiration to write a book called Stay Strong, Finish Strong, which I had been I had been writing for years, but I did not publish publish it until February two thousand eighteen. Basically, the book talks about my life, uh, starting from my childhood, going to elementary school, going to high school, going to college, uh, and getting married, and then experiencing the the depth and the loss of my loved ones. Basically, I kind of talk you through some of the things I've experienced since then, what life has like been for me since then, uh, whether it's spiritually or socially. I've learned that many people are not um, as supportive of you as you think. I've learned that if you have one or two good friends, you have a lot. Um, sometimes family will be there for you, sometimes not so much. Sometimes people would know what to say to you, sometimes not so much. So it's, this whole journey has been a lesson for me as in trusting God. Uh, and God will always put angels in your on your path to kind of help you along the way to do things for you that maybe you can't do for yourself or that you just don't know what to do for yourself. But anyway, um, that is how Stay Strong, Finish Strong got started. And um, I'm looking forward to all the things that it's going to do and going to be. Um, I've had several opportunities to speak on grief and loss and to talk to people. I've been encouraging other people um, who have experienced grief and loss with losing their siblings, parents, and spouses. So there's a lot going on. Um, I've done a YouTube channel show. I've been on the Phil Phelps show. I've been on Soul Productions with Chris Holmes show. So I've done a lot and I am looking forward to doing a lot more. I am featured on the Girlfriends Channel um, podcast with Shay, Harp, with Shay Harper. And I'm doing working on some a few other things. So once again, this is just an introduction to who I am and what Stay Strong, Finish Strong Radio Real Talk is about. But I just wanted to do an introduction to let you know who I am and to stay tuned because we have some great topics lined up. We have topics that most people will not want to talk about, like the grief process. What is it like to love lose loved ones? What is it like to make funeral arrangements? Do you have a will? 
If not, will you get one? Do you have life insurance? Do you have beneficiaries listed? So these are all topics. I know that they're uncomfortable, uncomfortable topics, but these are topics that we don't talk about that we need to talk about as a society and as a community. So I'm hoping that you all will stay tuned and um, just know that there are a lot of there's going to be a lot of good conversation. I will have uh, featured guests chime in every now and then. There'll be some times where I might read an excerpt from my book. Just, you just never know what's going to happen. So please stay tuned to Stay Strong, Finish Strong, Real Talk Radio. Stay tuned for more. Thank you. Good evening. Welcome to the second episode of Strong to the Finish, Real Talk Radio. Since it is Christmas Eve, I thought it would be appropriate for me to read a chapter from my book, which is chapter six of Stay Strong, Finish Strong. And the title of the chapter is What Are You Doing for the Holidays? This is the question I have been asked repeatedly. Does it bother me? No, not anymore. It used to bother me because I felt like people were just asking to ask. The longer I live, I realize that people ask questions many times simply because they don't know what to ask when they talk to me or they talk to people who have suffered loss or do not have family. I used to get offended and upset, but now I know that people are some people are selfish and really don't care what you're doing. They just want to be nosy. I reflect on the people that have asked me to come over, me and my kids to come over or to spend time with their families because they know um, that I don't have any family in the area. And the number is very small. You would think if you know, if you really know me, you would think that I would have like uh, unlimited uh, amounts of people calling and texting and saying, hey, come over, hey, come over. But I can count on my hand how many people have actually invited us over in the last six, seven years. So all this has just reminded me, uh, ultimately, who's in control, which is God, and who I can depend on during this time, especially when loneliness, hurt, and depression can kick in and overwhelm, uh, anywhere, overwhelm any of us. I know that I can depend on God, and I know that he, he knows all and he sees all. That was chapter six of... Stay strong, finish strong. Now, that is a question that I have been asked. What are you guys doing for the holidays? And I'm not offended by the question. I know it's a question that people ask all the time. But I also know that people really don't want to know the answer. When you tell them what you're doing or you say, oh, we're just staying at home, they're not really ready for you to say the things that you say. Um, a lot of times people will assume that families getting together and the assumption is wrong. And this this is not, again, this is not to bash anybody or anything. It's just to simply state that everything is not the way it always, it appears to be. So a lot of times when people ask that question and I say, oh, me and the kids are just going to stay at home. They're looking at me like, well, what, you know, like, why are you staying at home? But they don't ask the question, but they want to know why. So basically, it's just because we feel comfortable at home. Um, the last seven, six, seven years have not been easy years for us, but we feel comfortable at home. And this message is for anyone who has suffered loss and you just want to stay at home. If you stay at home, you want to stay at home, that's okay. There is nothing saying that you have to go be around other people if you don't want to. 
Now, if you would like to be around people, of course, go. Spend time with other people. Do things. I personally like staying at home, and my kids do too. We're going to do things. We have things planned for tomorrow to bake cookies, pop popcorn, watch movies, eat dinner. You know, we have things lined up. So it's not that we're sitting at home, sad and depressed and down, like we don't have anything to do. We have plenty to do. But for us, we just feel more comfortable at home. Everybody's family is different. Everybody's family structure is different. Everybody has different types of relationships. And it doesn't mean that your relationship is any better or less than anyone else's. It's just that it's different. So we take that time and we think about, okay, because our our relationships are different doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that we choose to celebrate in a different way. And along the lines of that, we talk about traditions. Some traditional things that we do, um, they're fine and we're okay and comfortable doing them. And then there are some times when we're not so comfortable doing them. We're doing it out of the fact that this is what our family has always done. I give the example of when I, um, after my mom passed away, I felt like I had to cook all this food um, that like she used to cook it and I made a point and I enjoy cooking. Don't get me wrong. But I also realized that I was pressuring myself to do things that I really, I didn't want to do anymore. And it wasn't, a, you know, a bad thing or a good thing. It just was. So I realized that instead of pressuring myself to do everything the way she did it, why not to start something different? Why not start something new? So that's what me and my kids do. We've just started doing things differently. Like, for instance, instead of having our traditional uh, turkey dressing, potato salad uh, dinner tomorrow, um, I have salmon I'm going to grill. I have catfish I'm going to fry. I have, we have mashed potatoes, green beans, macaroni and cheese. We're going to bake cookies. So those are things that are a little bit different that eat that, that I'm even used to. Cause growing up every Thanksgiving, every Christmas we had definitely turkey and dressing with cranberry sauce on the side. So those are things that I enjoyed, but I also know that it's a different time now. And there's nothing wrong with if I do want to make a pan of dressing and have cranberry sauce and turkey, I could do that. But this time I just chose to do things a little bit differently. And it is okay, and I'm okay with it. So I'm I'm saying this to someone, and I'm hoping that someone is listening that will hear this and say, you know what? I don't have to do everything the way it's been done in the past. We could start new traditions. And that's the whole point of it. Start something new. Or figure out a way that you could honor your your family members or your loved one's memory in a different way. I saw some examples of uh, lighting a candle for them. You know, or, you know, it's other ways or other things that you can do to just honor their memory without wallowing in sadness and in, in, in depression. And I think that that's a, a important fact, too, is that if you are feeling down and depressed, there are numbers. Uh, I know the, the hotlines are out there to to get help. And if you're reaching out to help and you don't have help, then there we, we got to get you help. We have to get you help because too many people are de- are sinking in depression and the warning signs are there, but nobody's paying attention. 
So I'm hoping that from this from this episode that we'll pay attention to the warning signs that we see in our family and friends of people who are, you know, maybe smile on the outside, but maybe on the inside, maybe they're really crying. Let's call and check on those people. Let's just not assume that everything is fine. Let's let's call and check on it. And that's another thing during this holiday season. I know a lot of times we, we you know, people get caught up in it with their families and we say, oh, well, I'm over here with my family and we're doing this and doing that. And that's great. Nobody's negating that that's what you're supposed to do or, you know, what you should be doing. That is exactly what you should be doing. But pick up the phone, spend a five minute conversation with a friend that may be alone or maybe doesn't have any family or maybe is has been suffering from a hard time. It takes nothing to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, just thinking about you. Do you need anything? Is everything okay? And then if they tell you that they're not okay, it's okay to try to get them help. It's okay because what what happens is when we don't take the time out to get our friends help, we don't want something to happen to them and then have to deal with, oh my gosh, I should have done something, I should have done no, it's just a matter of picking up the phone call and say, hey, is everything okay? They sound like they're okay, okay. But if they don't sound okay, take a few moments to talk to them about that and what that means and possibly call and get them help. So I, I think a lot of times we just, we don't think about it like that or we, we are not expecting them to say that they're not okay, but you just never know. So I'm hoping that someone will hear this episode and just share the information. If you know someone that is having a hard time this holiday season, dealing and coping, or maybe this is their first holiday season without their loved one, call and check on them. You know, and it's, and sometimes you might just have to go over there and sit with them. It might be that you don't say anything at all. Because a lot of times when we say things, we say something is like, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, that wasn't really the right thing to say. And you don't know how they're feeling about it. So sometimes it's not that they need someone to say anything. Sometimes they just need someone to sit in the room with them. Or just rub their back when they're crying. Or just hold their hand while they're crying. Or just be there. Just be a person to, hey, let's let's sit down and watch a movie together. I'll make popcorn. You never know what type of influence and what someone needs. Maybe just spending 30 minutes with that person can make a difference in their life. Maybe just spending an hour with that person can make a difference in their life. So just let's just be mindful of that as people. Let's not get so caught up into our quote-unquote families and friends that we forget about other people. And I say that because uh, I know I used, it used to bother me, as I stated before, but I used to feel like, I always felt like no one, at a, after a certain point, I felt like we were just, me and my, my kids were just kind of forgotten. I felt like we were just kind of like, oh, well, they're over there, we're over here, go ahead, you know. But I also had, I, I've realized that people have responsibilities, and I get that. But I also know, and I've also learned who the people are that I really consider to be friends do I expect a phone call from the people in my small circle that has gotten even smaller, probably like a dot now? <laughs> do I expect a phone call from them? Maybe not a phone call, but I do expect a personal text. 
because we are truly friends. Now, do I respect the fact that people have other things to do? Absolutely, because we all do. But I also think if people care about people the way we say we do, we'll pick up that phone and call. And even if we can only talk for five minutes, we'll let that person know that we're thinking about them or we'll pray with them. Or worse come to worse, I'm not a big fan of texting, but send them a text message, a personalized text message. Say, hey, thinking about you, thinking about your family. You know, is there anything I can do? And if you ask, is there anything I can do? Be ready for them to say, well, yeah, you can. Most of the time, people have suffered, that have suffered loss and are going through the grief process, they're probably going to say no. Because I say no and I've always said no. But deep down inside, they don't. Sometimes they really don't know. So it might be that you know that they have a need and you just do it. It might be that after the holiday season, you know they are a homeowner. And it might be that you just decide to go over and help them clean their garage. Or it might be that you pay somebody to clean their house, wash the windows. I'll never forget, I met a young lady um, this October, past October at the National Black Book Festival. And I was sharing with her about my book. And she was just sharing that her husband had passed away. And she was just at a total loss when it happened. And she was just saying how... I was just telling her some points from the book, and she said, wow, that is so true. She said she had some friends that uh, came over and just washed her windows. And for her, it was such a big deal because she had never washed the windows, and she didn't know who was going to do that task since her husband had passed away. So it meant a lot to her. So that's just one example of things that we can do to help people. And there's little things like that that we like a lot of times we don't think it's a big deal, but it's a big deal to that person. So I would just just suggest that, you know, while we're celebrating the holidays and, and around family and enjoying and doing all that fun stuff that we do, check on other people. Don't just think of we just can't start start thinking about ourselves and just, oh well, we'll talk to them later. You know, it might not be a later. It might not be a letter. Depending on how that person is feeling and depending on what's going on with them, they might not have a letter. And you just never know the way life is so uncertain. Nothing is promised. Tomorrow's not promised for any of us. So just check on others. You know, be mindful of others. Celebrate the holidays with family and friends. Of course, yes. But just be mindful to check on other people who have suffer loss this year or the last few years or even like me the last six seven years it for, for for it's been six or seven years but still it just seems really fresh and that's how grief is sometimes guys grief is really it can really be fresh and it can really be it can come up when holiday seasons come around this morning I set my um alarm to go off so because the plan was to go to the gym Notice I said the plan, but it did. The plan did not actually happen, and I'm okay with it because I'm on vacation. I'm on break, but I set my alarms for the radio to come on to a local uh, radio station, and it did. And one of the songs that was played was um, by the OJ's, and it said, "Christmas just ain't Christmas without the one you love. New Year's just ain't New Year's without the one you love." And I know. 
that when the OJs probably wrote this song or sang it or however, they probably meant it that, you know, you, you're missing somebody just because of maybe a relationship or a broken relationship. But when I heard that song, I immediately internalized it and said, wow, you're absolutely right. It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. And not that I want it to be exactly the same or go back in time, but you do miss those. You do miss those people and you do miss those things that you used to do. And so my word of encouragement to people that have their families is cherish those moments. Listen to grandpa tell those stories. Listen to grandma show you how to make that peach cobbler. Talk to your mom about back when she was in school. Talk to your dad about how life was when they had to walk to school 20 miles. I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Cherish those moments and let your kids be around them and just have that experience. Because none of us are going to live forever. But while we're here, we can cherish those moments with family and friends and create new memories as well. Well, once again, thank you for listening to Strong to the Finish Real Talk Radio. My name is Valerie Reed, and I am so excited that you guys are listening. I hope that you will continue to listen. Be ready for a New Year's episode, which will be coming out next week. Enjoy your families. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Anything, happy Diwali, anything you celebrate, enjoy it with family and friends. That's what's most important. Have a blessed evening and enjoy. Enjoy.